For a number of years, Sheriff Frank Crow was a prosecutor before being called to the bench to sit as a sheriff. These days, he's director of the Judicial Studies Committee, which provides training for the judges and sheriffs in Scotland. When I met him in his offices in Edinburgh, I began by asking how important it was for the judiciary to understand the role of social workers. I think it's very important because they are colleagues. Um, you know, social workers are an important resource we have and, and, and we need to have social workers on board and, and a good degree of mutual understanding if we're to get the right information to consider the best sentence for a particular accused. Can we talk about sentencing in a bit more detail? That is one of your primary roles. Can you talk us through what the sheriff's responsibilities are in that regard? The judge is independent. The judge is the the public figure. He or she passes sentence and is responsible for that to the appeal court. There are principles in sentencing which are fairly well established uh, that may involve retribution, they may involve... uh, public safety uh, in in the more serious cases, uh, but they may also involve rehabilitation. Uh, There could be a restorative justice element. This is a very fashionable concept nowadays, but the concept of restitution, as it's known in Scots law, has been around for a considerable period of time. I think there's also parsimony, too, that uh, one can perhaps consider what the least obtrusive and expensive option might be uh, when considering the the appropriate sentence. What about the process that you go through to come to a decision, though? Is there a formal process? Are there boxes you have to tick? Not as such. We we do have um, materials in judicial studies, uh, if you like, a a sentencing checklist, but that is not a tick-box thing. It's more about um, an aid memoir to all of the legislation and all of the alternatives that are out there and when they might be appropriate to use. Uh, But I I suppose one would start off by looking at the gravity of the offence, the offender's record and personal circumstances, Uh, and as I say, uh, whether there was a victim element, their means, for example, a fine might be appropriate, uh, but really if someone has has no money and the the offence is quite serious, then one is definitely looking at uh, other uh, alternatives. Compared to England and Wales, the judiciary in Scotland do have considerable discretion How important is that discretion, that independence? Well, I think it's a double-edged sword. It's certainly very helpful in that each case can be considered on its own merits, but then if one uh, is seen to get it wrong, then there may be a public clamour and uh, perhaps uh, a difference of view by the appeal court if the case is successfully appealed. So you're right, in England they have very many more sentencing guidelines, but then there's a a much bigger bench, it's a bigger country, and um, all of the summary uh, work is carried out by lay magistrates. Scotland's a smaller system, traditionally... I suppose most people knew one another and uh, uh, perhaps sheriffs very quickly got into a way of thinking. But on the other hand, I suppose increasingly uh, there may be criticisms that there's a lack of consistency. Some would would wish 
greater uniformity, although I wouldn't use that word myself. Uh, but in the Scottish setting, there are very few guidelines. Uh, but that does, I think, place a great responsibility on the sentencer to weigh up the factors, to approach and consider what the right sentence is, and be able to articulate that in a sentencing report if called upon to do so. How far can you allow your personal opinions to come into play? Well, I think we all come to court with personal baggage. We're all appointed as judges from somewhere, not from thin air, uh, so that our experience, our background will, I think, have have blended uh, a general approach. I think, inevitably, there'll be some sentencers who are perceived as being more severe than others or more severe in particular cases than others. But I'd like to think that um, there is a measure of consistency. How important in that regard, though, is it for a social worker coming to court to know their judge? Well, I, I think particularly with resident sheriffs who are in a town or city for many years, uh, inevitably uh, their views about a range of cases will become known and to some extent lawyers will react to these known policies. Uh, and I think, it, I think it's certainly helpful to social workers to know those local sheriffs, to understand the problems they face and their approach so that, uh, I'm not saying their reports can be in tune with that, but their reports can recognise uh, and, and cover what the sheriff is interested in. I mean, from my particular background as having been a prosecutor, I suppose I always home in on the attitude to offence section of a report. That would be my particular thing. How far do social work reports assist the judiciary in their decision? Well, I think they go a, a, a great way because obviously in a busy court one has limitations in time. So if the offence is of such a seriousness that background reports are sought, then one has, through that report, the opportunity to find out more about the person. And that can mean basic things like, does the person have a fixed address? Uh, do they have a stable family or relationships uh, do they have employment or training or some possibility of a job or a career or do they have serious health or other difficulties that may make certain of these disposals problematic so when you're contemplating these alternatives you do need to have a proper report that sets out the background and, and ends up with some uh, reference or assessment to the various disposals to assist you in uh, what sentence you feel appropriate to impose. That would be the ideal report, but what do you dread seeing in reports? Well, I think nowadays what I would dread seeing would be um, reference to so-called risk assessment models which do not appear to tie up with the material earlier in the report so that suddenly after several pages of reading you find that somebody's a high risk to the public or a low risk and that seems to be at odds with what you've read earlier. Uh, but on the other hand, sometimes the reports can be too mechanistic and ideally you want something that flows, is interesting to read 
and, and, and you know, comes together and, and gives you a nice set of alternatives. But I appreciate the pressures are terrific, and uh, uh, you know the time too. Uh, and writing writing reports is a, is an art. It's something that uh, one builds up experience with over a period of years until one can say uh, there's a competency there. Uh, so I, uh, you know, we're we're going to we're going to come across social workers with a variety of experience, and I don't think we should be too pernickety about it. And I think it'd be fair to say that over the last fifteen years, with the development of national standards, there has been a greater consistency and professionalism uh, of approach. Do you think social workers should expect to be asked questions about the reports in court? Yes, I mean, once again, in, in the ideal world, perhaps in the smaller, not so frenetically busy place, it would be nice to have either the, the report writer or a court social worker who uh, has knowledge of the cases there uh, so that the sheriff can ask about particular disposals. Remember that the sheriff on the day may be a visiting sheriff from another court or a part-time sheriff, just because they've got a wig and a gown on doesn't mean to say they know everything and all there is to know about particular disposals in that court. So I found the presence of the court social worker in Dundee immensely helpful. Uh, by contrast, I find the lack of social workers in Edinburgh because of its size and the pressures is slightly disheartening at times. Standing up in court can be a, an intimidating experience for anyone. Do you recognise that and do you make allowances for that as a sheriff? Oh yes, I think that with, with somebody new that I don't know, I would, uh, I would make allowances for that. And in a busy court it can be uh, quite dramatic to have to stand up in front of everybody. What the sheriff should do and is trained to do is to try and make people uh, feel as relaxed as they can in the alien environment and try and uh, reassure them. What advice would you give to trainee social workers in that regard? Well, I think expect to be asked a question in public and be prepared for it. Uh, and it, it maybe a, maybe a good idea if you're coming to court for the first time and being thrust into that role would be to ask the Sheriff Clark uh, if, if you could meet a sheriff or the sheriff for the day and simply introduce yourself. How approachable are sheriffs in that regard? <laughs> that may vary, but I, I, would, I would hope that most of us would uh, look at it positively. I'm, I'm sure most would, would do. Uh, obviously, there may be travelling sheriffs who might be here today and, and never back again, so there may be less in it for them, but... Uh, I think it, I think if the social worker can get an introduction to the resident sheriff or some of the resident sheriffs, then that that's important because they are performing a role as officers of the court. Do you think social workers have to earn credibility before the court? Well, I think like everybody else, if, if uh, you uh, receive a report from someone whose signature is unfamiliar to you, and uh, perhaps never meet that person for some time and find some of their traits of language slightly odd, then, uh, you know, there may, there may be an initial hesitation. But in my experience, particularly where social workers are able to come into court 
on a regular basis or we, we meet uh, at meetings or some semi-social events that a rapport can be built up and uh, in that way a credibility can follow. I mean, if I can take an example in a, in a related context, I once received a report from an external organisation uh, about an accused I'd never heard of this body before. Some rather badly dressed people came forward in court and said they were the report writers, but they spoke very eloquently about the accused. I was persuaded to follow a a certain course of action with that organisation really in charge of supervision, and I was very pleased with the response, and I've been pleased in subsequent instances Instances, So it's very easy to build up a good credibility with the court if you show you're a good player. You don't have to come in wearing a three-piece suit and tie. I think if we find out that a social worker is interested in the, the client and uh, prepared to stick their neck out and has a reasonable plan about what the future can hold, then I would like to think that most of us are optimistic and can, can meet that in the appropriate cases. Do you think social workers and the judiciary are working towards the same ends? I hope so, because as I say, the information from social workers is a vital part in the sentencing process. Without that, we'd often be taking a stab in the dark. I think without those reports, we might be relying much more on our own prejudices. So that having a rounded report which goes into the background, which discusses with the offender his record, his attitude to the offence, his personal circumstances, his hopes for the future... Uh, This is a a very vital document if we are to approach and have any confidence in our sentencing. What would you as a sheriff like social workers to remember about your role as a sheriff? Well, just that it's difficult. Uh, It it can be uh, very much in the, the, the public eye uh, that any one of our disposals might make the front page of the next day's newspapers or indeed that night's television news. The stakes are high if we get it wrong. Uh, If we bail someone who then goes on to commit a serious crime or we're seen to uh, grant someone their liberty or give them a lenient disposal and then it follows up that uh, once again a serious crime is committed, then we will be named and shamed Uh, So that's always at our backs, but on the other hand, we have to do our job independently and without fear or favour, so that on the facts before us, we are making the best shot at the sentence on the day. So the buck does stop with you? Absolutely. Sheriff Franco, thank you very much. Thank you. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.